Hello and welcome back to episode 5th of Stories of Mahabharat. I'm very excited to have all of you back. I am having so much fun spending my weeks reading more about and studying more about stories of Mahabharat and I cannot tell you how happy it makes me that I'm doing this. And I'm so grateful to everyone who is supporting me in this and I cannot believe it's already episode 5. Oh my god, I'm so excited to know all of it, learn more about Mahabharat and uh, share the stories as well. So today's um episode we are going to start off uh, where we left off last time and that was how Vedvyasa had impregnated Ambika and Ambalika and now all his prophecies um have eventually come true which is he said that Ambika's son would be born blind but he also said that he would grow up to become one of the strongest man and then that also comes true he also says that the youngest sister ambalika <laughs> okay hold on it was amba ambika ambalika yes so the youngest sister ambalika um her son would be slightly pale in complexion but he also said that he would turn up turn out to become one of the best archer in the world that also comes true and the maid's son vidhura would be perfect in all senses and he would also grow up to become one of the most and wisest one of the most learned person wisest person and he would have a lot of knowledge of the scriptures and he would basically be really wise so with that being said now we have three uh, sons in the kingdom and there are three brothers two of them belong to the royal heritage the royal blood one is son of the maid but bhishma basically raises all three of them as his own children and he spends about the next two decades raising them teaching them and being their teacher their guru and teaching them everything that he could possibly do and during these two decades the kingdom also prospers a lot under bhishma bhishma and him taking care of the kingdom not as the king but as a caretaker of the kingdom so So Hastinapur um, and the Kuru dynasty once again becomes what it was always known for even though it saw the kingdom saw a few years of ups and downs but during these two decades people from far off um were excited to know the Kuru dynasty was doing so well and everybody would hear about how they are just expanding and everything is flourishing everything is perfect basically and meanwhile these three sons after two decades grow up and they are in their mid 20s now and growing up satyavati had always made sure that everybody knows that dhritarashtra's that the eldest son dhritarashtra is going to become the king even though he's blind but because he's the eldest son so the as the rule goes the eldest son becomes the king so he will become the king so even when he's growing up he knows in his head that he is going to become the king and everybody else is okay with it as at this point and when dhritarashtra reaches uh, the age they all start thinking about getting them married and then um now they have to look for the future queen and of course they send out spies and eventually they find out that there is this beautiful woman in the kingdom of gandhar which is in present day afghanistan 
and her name is Gandhari and she has actually received a boon from Lord Shiv himself that she will have hundred sons so sh when she gets married and has children it's her boon she will give birth to hundred sons and this news is widespread everybody knows about it so of course everybody wants her to become the queen in their kingdom because who doesn't want hundred sons it's it's such a it's it would be such a blessing for the kingdom a kingdom that has hundred sons it obviously makes the empire very strong so when Bhishma and Satyavati find this out Bhishma goes to Gandhar and he actually goes with a massive army and then first they think that maybe uh, Guru Dynasty is here to attack them but then they find out that there is a different flag they are not here to attack they are here to have a conversation and to talk so uh, when Bhishma says that he's there uh, to ask for Gandhari's hand um, for uh, one of the one of Satyavati's son they all are very excited because somehow uh, Gandhari's parents think that it's for Pandu and they are very happy but when they find out it's for Dhritarashtra they get slightly set aback because they they don't want their only daughter to get married to someone who's blind and they're upset but eventually they do realize that if um, Kuru, if someone, if Bhishma has come from Kuru dynasty and she will be the queen of Astinapur, it's they see the bigger picture and they agree. But Gandhari's brother Shakuni is very upset because he thinks, okay, Gandhari, you also have to understand, is like this epitome of integrity and virtuousness. She's amazing. She's perfect. And her brother does not want her sister to like destroy her life and just like walk herself into this future where she knows her husband is blind and she doesn't like there could be endless possibilities, endless things could go wrong. But basically Shakuni is upset that her sister is going to get married to someone who cannot see. This upsets Shakuni a lot and he's so upset because they're almost kind of pressurized into this whole situation because of course the other kingdom is so much more bigger and they cannot say no at this point so Shakuni pledges that he will destroy the Kuru dynasty he's he's kept that thought in his head and later on in the story we'll find out how he actually somehow manages to even do that so he also plays a very important role in the whole Mahabharat series but we leave Shakuni I mean Shakuni the name Shakuni is like we all even say it in these days it's just name of someone who would conspire and do shady stuff so that was that was Shakuni who was already in his mind contemplating how he would ruin this dynasty because they kind of stole his sister who could have done so much better when it comes to finding a groom her so he has conspired this but we leave him aside and we'll move on so when Gandhari finds out that her um, husband-to-be is uh, blind and he cannot see she also takes a piece of cloth and puts it across her eyes and she also pledges that she for the rest of her life will just have this cloth on her eyes and she'll never open her eyes she'll never see anything she wants to feel the pain that her husband is going through and she wants to be in this journey with him experiencing the world the same way that her husband experiences so that they can be together in this journey because she at the end of the day has really pure intentions but um compared to Dhritarashtra who really doesn't have the best intentions because first of all he's already 
sort of upset the whole world because he was born blind second of all he's trying really really hard because he really wants to be the king he's the eldest son so he's really trying really hard but when he but when he sees that his wife has put a cloth her, on her eyes he's he's not happy with it he's upset with her he is basically not treating her the way she should have been treated so that's the story of this thrashtra marrying uh, gandhari and then on the other hand pandu gets married to kunti and madhuri now when the time comes of uh, the moment uh, of who would be the next king now satyavati wants the thrashtra to be the king but vidhura the third son uh, who is the son of the maid but he's also the wisest becomes the advisor of the kingdom and because he's at that position and he because he has read so much and because he's so well educated and well aware and he has so much knowledge at the very end he just points out it's basically up to him for him to decide now who should be the king and he has to choose between his two brothers and he has to make a decision that's not just best for them but also best for the whole kingdom and he decides that pandu should become the king because it's best for the kingdom it's written in the scriptures and it's there are rules that a king has to be physically and mentally fit to be a king and to rule the whole empire otherwise the whole empire has to basically face a consequence if the king is not fit and if the king is not in the right physical or mental state so when he decides pandu has to become the king of course dhritarashtra is like so upset he's enraged he wanted to be the king pandu eventually um, agrees to it and he also somewhere in the bottom of his heart knows that he has to serve the kingdom the crown is bigger than the three brothers the crown is bigger than everything so he agrees and he decides to become the king and now again in pandu's kingdom everything is again going amazing they have extended their empire even further they have new territories that they've expanded into again the kingdom sees a lot of um, expansion and a lot of flourish uh, there's basically a lot of prosperity in their kingdom at this point uh, when pandu is the king so after being the king for many years pandu is tired he wants to take a break so he decides that he is going to take both of his wives and go and live in the forest for some times just to like unwind and probably in his head he was thinking he wants a break he wants a vacation um in the meantime dhritarashtra is uh, with the help of bhishma of course will take care of the kingdom so once he's in the forest now again you have to remember pandu is one of the best archer in the world so he's out in the forest hunting and it's been many hours he hasn't found anything finally he sees something and he thinks it's a deer um, and it's a deer couple making love so he shoots the arrow and with just one arrow he actually manages to hit both of them and when he goes closer he finds out that it was not a deer couple it was actually a rishi making love to his wife and this is rishi kindama and when he finds out that his wife is dead and he's injured he's so upset that he gives um he gives pandu a very very a very very interesting curse which again will change so many things so his curse is that okay the reason he's upset is because first of all he should not have hit even if pandu thought it was a dear couple making love he should not have hit that arrow at that point because there are rules that if even if it's a human couple or an animal couple if they are making love and if they're in the middle of the in course you cannot hit them you cannot hunt them down because then 
they are in the process of making a future generation so the rishi is also upset because of that so he's he will not listen to pandu when he gives him the curse that because he did this because he broke this rule and because he was so unkind uh, and then he says that he pandu whenever or if ever he decides to touch a woman or to like try to have intercourse with women he will die immediately i know mic drop so now pandu who is the king of kuru dynasty who still has no children yet who is married cannot have children because he cannot do the deed that has to be done to have children if he does he will die pandu is of course very upset he cannot believe what has happened and but he goes on living his life in the forest he tries to spend his time reading about scriptures he spends a lot of time with sages in the forest and learning and just expanding his knowledge trying to pass his time and not think about what happened but eventually after some time this does get to him and he gets very very upset and he and he goes through a really dark phase of his life where he starts telling his wife kunti that um he just wants to end his life because he cannot believe this is happening to him and there is going to be no future king and everybody is going to blame him and he just wants to end his life and it is in this moment that kunti reveals something very interesting sorry rukavat ke liye khet suraj doob chuka hai so the lighting uh, kept on changing so i have turned on different lights so that you can still see me okay i thought by the end of the story the screen would completely go go blank and black which would have been interesting but anyways so i was talking about how kunti reveals that she has a secret which could actually change everything and pandu is like what is it tell me the secret and then kunti says that when she was a teenager uh, she was once uh, taking care of rishi durwasa and rishi durwasa was so pleased by how she took care of him when he had visited their kingdom uh, she actually gave her a boon that she could have children with any god so she gave so he basically gave her a mantra which he she could chant taking the name of any god that she wanted and that god would appear and give her the boon of a son from that god which was pretty interesting and there is also a very interesting story about this which we'll talk about later but this part she doesn't tell to pandu at this point she only tells whatever i just told you there is another part which is going to be revealed later so pandu hearing this Okay Kunti thinks that uh, she doesn't know how Pandu is going to take it but Pandu is so excited Pandu is like what what this is this solves everything this is the solution to all of our problems we cannot have children because i cannot touch you or madhuri but in this way we can finally have children and you'll have sons and our kingdom will have the next king and he Pandu is really relieved he is like Kunti you have to recite this mantra you have to call god and then you have to have children like kunti's little hesitant but she also agrees that there is no other way like they have thought about it they have they have come up with different uh, strategies and nothing could have possibly worked at the situation except for this mantra that she has got so then with the help of this mantra she then has three sons drum roll and then after three son madhuri tries to convince pandu that you know the other wife has three sons i also want sons so 
Kunti again is very hesitant, but she's like, okay, fine, I will uh, share the mantra with you. But she says I'll only share it once. Uh, so she shares the mantra with Madhuri, and then Madhuri has twins, and then that's how the five. Pandav brothers are born. In the next episode, we'll talk about how the Kaurav brothers are born, and also who are the fathers of these five Pandav brothers, like Kunti and Madhuri. Which gods have they invoked to have these children? We'll talk about all of this in the next episode. But for this, we know the five Pandavas, the five Pandu brothers have arrived, and how so? Like the twists and turns of the story are amazing. I will see you in uh, the next podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to and watching to this one. Give it a thumbs up, and I will see you next time. Bye.